the zone post fight thoughts dun 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 hey guys fight junkie here before we jump into this next episode as usual i want to remind you guys you can hit me up on twitter at fightjunkie.com listen to me on anchor.fm and of course subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006 so let's start off with the main event boring boo boo hey boo boo so it looked like we were going to get that stoppage, but ultimately Boring Boo Boo came out and he ended up going the distance. This was a fight that he dominated from start to finish. He just has this problem where he goes into coast mode. He just literally shuts it all off and just does enough to get through the fight. Now, you can make an excuse for that when you're facing world-class competition if you're able to do what you want to do against them and you win the fight, right? A A win is a win is a win. But Walter hadn't shown anything up until this fight that he was world-class. We went over this. You can check that uh, icon in the upper right corner if you're listening to this on YouTube. And that will link back to the original fight predictions. And we talked about we weren't even sure if Walter brought the world-class power that his record suggested at 17-0 with 16 knockouts because he hadn't faced anybody. Well, Boo Boo started out and he dominated him. He was dropping him left and right. Technically, he scored with a first-round knockdown, but looking back at that, honestly, I think Boo Boo could have been disqualified. I really do. It wasn't a knockdown at all. On the replay, it showed that Walter just tripped down, and then Demetrius hit him clean on the chin while he was flat on the canvas. In my opinion, there's no excuse for it. Uh, Regardless of who you picked, I thought it was blatant. He got away with it completely scot-free. They didn't even take a point from him when I think he should have been DQ'd. So if you get a chance, go back and look at that. That's really the only thing worth watching in that fight because after the first four rounds, it really turned stanky after that. But So he was credited with a, a knockdown there. Then he dropped uh, Walter again in the third round. That was a, That was a legitimate knockdown. And then he dropped them twice in the fourth round. Now, the the knockdowns in the fourth round, one of those could have actually been considered a double knockdown. If you go back and look at the replay, he did get hit. Uh, Demetrius did get hit, and his glove did touch the canvas. But obviously, his was the much bigger knockdown. So early on, we've got the first round knockdown, which again, it really wasn't. He should have been DQ'd. We've got the third round knockdown, which was legitimate. And we've got two knockdowns in the fourth. And then the guy shuts off the gas. This isn't just me talking here, folks. Go back and look at his career. Go back and listen to the criticism of Demetrius Boo Boo Andrade. And you're going to hear the same thing over and over and over again. The guy will have flashes of brilliance and then just crickets. Just gone. Like it's not even the same fighter. I swear he has to have mental issues. No joke. Like mentally, there has to be something going on in there. Because Walter, although he showed great heart, he didn't show great power. He didn't show great skill. He wasn't competitive in any of the rounds. He kept coming forward, kept trying to do stuff, but he was outclassed a thousand percent. The fight wasn't close. The rounds weren't close. 
Boo Boo dominated. Whether it was knocking him down or just coasting through the round, he did whatever he wanted to do whenever he wanted to do it. The reason he shut this off is a mental problem. I don't know if he has terrible stamina. I don't know if he has doubts mentally about if he can go hard for 12 rounds. I don't know, but the kids got something wrong in the brain. I'm telling you, because there was absolutely no reason for him to shut it off. None. None whatsoever. He could have taken Walter out. I'm sorry, but he could have taken him out. If he would have kept up the same aggressiveness with his punching, like putting actual weight behind his punches like he was doing early, if he would have done that in the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, look how many rounds we have here. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, he doesn't do jack shit. He just jabs, moves around, plays around, acts stupid sometimes, being defensive when he doesn't even need to be defensive, and just basically coasting through the round. Walter wasn't good enough to take advantage of it, so Boo Boo could literally throw a jab and move around for a minute and still win the round. Walter was trying. I'm going to give him credit for trying and having heart because he could have quit. They asked him if he wanted to continue. The ref was telling him, hey, you know, I'm not going to let you take too much more of this. And that was early, of course. And Boo-Boo does nothing. He does nothing to even capitalize on it. And then it's like somebody just hit him in the head with a baseball bat. A different guy appears. You know, Pauly Malignaggi's in the ring all of a sudden. A guy who doesn't want to engage. A guy with no power. A guy who's just pushing his punches out there. It is extremely Weird to watch him go from like one type of fighter to another type of fighter and just a switch like that. It literally happens in between rounds and he comes out. He doesn't even look like the same guy. You can go look at all the stuff going on social media, man. Everyone's saying the same thing. Like, what the hell? What what happened here? Everything's going good. Everything's looking good. You're dominating. You're dropping this guy left and right. Then all of a sudden, zoop, just shuts it off. Doesn't even exist. Like, totally different fight. Let me just run around, pot shot, push my punches, and go to a decision. I don't know, man. They're going to have a tough time uh, promoting Boo Boo. He's had issues in the past like this. He's had promotional issues. He's not going to do good numbers. I'm sorry. I love the DAZN platform. I love the streaming. I think the Billy Joe Saunders fight would be stank. Total and utter garbage, especially with Billy Joe's style. Because I'm telling you, you you're nine times out of ten, you're going to get this from Boo Boo. And I thought going into this, the talent gap was so big that he was going to be able to do what he did early, but finish it. So I'm looking at this like, you know, the first round, throw that out. Because, again, I do really think he should have been DQ'd. But the third and fourth rounds, I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, this is exactly what I expected. I talked about we didn't know if uh, Walter had a chin. That even though I don't consider a boo-boo a big puncher, that maybe once he hit Walter, Walter would be shook. And he was. He was dropping like flies. Then all of a sudden, he shuts it off. That's very, very frustrating. Not only when you bet on Demetrius, but it's also extremely frustrating to watch, man. It was like two separate fighters, two separate fights, two different events from the first four rounds to the last half of the fight, which was utter and complete boring garbage. Not impressed. I don't want to really see 
him fight Billy Joe Saunders. I think it's going to be a terrible fight. Billy Joe Saunders has good movement. I think uh, Demetrius is going to sit out there and try to use that. I just, oh, I think they're going to be looking at each other more than they're going to be punching each other. Not impressed. Not impressed. Boo, boo. Uh, Katie Taylor, that one did go the distance, and that was stank, stank, stank. Even though we predicted it to go to the distance, it was stanky. Man, uh, Serrano, she just did not come to fight. Honestly, like going into this fight again, if you want to, if you want to uh, listen to what I said previously, there'll be a link up in the right corner. If you're listening to this on YouTube, just click it, and it'll link back to the previous uh, fight prediction podcast. Um, we we said Serrano was uh, her toughest opponent on paper. She had never been stopped. I don't believe Katie's a gigantic puncher, even though she had like a, I think it was a 50% knockout ratio going in. Um, she can be aggressive at times, but really she likes to control the distance, pop the jab, throw off nice combinations. But it's women's boxing, so right, you never know what you're going to get. That's why I think she's got the five KOs in 10 fights is because women's boxing doesn't always have the best competition. On paper, Serrano was that. She was her toughest opponent. She had a lot of experience, something like 35 total fights, had never been stopped. Uh, was pretty durable throughout her career, even though she's getting up there. I think she's 35 or 36, but uh, she just didn't come to fight. Like I didn't even cap that, that Serrano was just going to be able to basically move, throw no punches, be defensive and win, you know, I mean, and go the distance. I actually thought like it would be, you know, a fight. What you thinking as a fight punches thrown and, you know, defense here and there movement, you know, a fight. And that she would just be tough enough, defensive enough, savvy enough, a veteran enough to go the distance. Well, that didn't even come into play, honestly, because she didn't put herself out there at all. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible fight to watch. But again, if you pick the Katie by decision, ka-ching, you cashed. Even though it was a stank fest, it was boring to watch. If you missed it, I would recommend you don't watch it because there is absolutely nothing there. Katie wasn't happy with it, obviously, because Serrano wouldn't engage. I mean, I, I totally understand where she's coming from. Obviously, when you're betting, you just want the win. The same thing with the uh, Demetrius uh, Demetrius fight. Had you bet him by decision, you are so happy he just shut off the gas valve. If you bet him inside or you took the under or something like that, you were absolutely pissed because he shut off the gas valve. So sometimes it falls that way. Katie personally wasn't happy with it because Serrano wouldn't engage. She wants to fight her sister, uh, Amanda. That should be a much more competitive fight, at least for sure, Amanda will throw punches. Um, the other fight that we talked about previous to the card was uh, Tevin Farmer, and he shined, man. I told you guys, a lot of people are sleeping on this kid. They don't know who he is. We talked about the straight lines. I was actually dumbfounded as to why uh, people were betting on Tennyson. I just, I just couldn't see it. And we talked about uh, Tevin not having massive power and stuff, but it worried me about... Tennyson being knocked out by some of the guys he had faced and I was I was really I really was leaning towards that farmer stoppage and he got it he got it in the fifth round granted he was killing him to the body and that's what set it up but hey a win is a win is a win a knockout is a knockout is a knockout and he's he's world-class man he's got world-class defensive skills for sure he sets stuff up nicely and like he explained he he didn't have a lot of experience amateur I think he had 60 fights 
and which is nothing for amateurs, right? And uh, he was learning on the job. His four his four losses came early in his career. I think they were I think they were in his first twelve fights. He had lost four of them. And like he said, he was learning on the job, so he couldn't sit down on his punches and stuff because it was so difficult just to get the win anyway. And he says now that he's a champ, he's defended it, he's got more experience, he considers himself a veteran, he's starting to focus more on sitting down on his punches, moving his body correctly with his body weight, shifting his weight, and of course, body punches. I always say you do not need to be a big puncher to knock people out to the body. I don't understand why more soft uh, pillow type of guys don't go to the body consistently and constantly because you can score knockdowns there. You can score KOs there. It just has to be placed perfectly. So I would much rather hit a guy to the body over and over again and have an opportunity, at least a chance to put him down instead of hitting him in his face 200 times and he's smiling at you. So I thought that was smart from Tevin. He figured that out right away that he could hit Tennyson to the body and he just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. Up until that fifth round, it was a mismatch. Uh, Tennyson tried his best, but he was just outgunned. He was just outskilled. The talent gap was too wide. And that's a, that's a case. Look at that. That's a case where Tevin was only sitting probably at closing. Like, I think he was 250, 240, minus 250, minus 240 straight. You got Boo Boo over here at minus 2000 minus 1100 minus 1500 where two champions or a, a going to be champion as far as demetrius goes two guys that had the massive talent right facing guys who didn't have the talent and it was the light hitting guy with five ko's that went out there and did his job instead of boo boo running around the ring you know, not engaging, just, you know, putting nothing on his punches. You watch the fight with Tevin. He's in the pocket, banging with him. He's slipping and sliding and coming back with counters. It's very impressive. So out of the whole card, I was definitely impressed with Tevin. Early on, I thought Demetrius was going to do what he was supposed to do. And I don't know if I would have called it impressive, honestly, if he would have knocked him out. Because that's what I expected him to do. I expected him to dominate. The performance he put on was just abysmal. It was terrible. As far as Katie's concerned, I really have to give her a pass here because she tried her best. There wasn't much you can do when a person doesn't want to fight. Like Serrano was a case of a person that did not want to fight. I'm not going to call it outright running, but you really could. Like she wasn't on her bike constantly running and running and running like, you know, you can't catch me type of running, but she would move and just defense, defense, throw out a lazy jab, move, defense, defense, defense. So if you want to call that running, I have no problem with you. I'm not interested in watching Serrano fight again. I don't think anybody has to really worry about that happening. Again, you got to give Katie a pass. It was a decision, um, but she really had no real opportunity to even land a lot of hard punches or even land a lot of combinations. And maybe that's, maybe that's props to Serrano for being so, you know, skillful in her defense. And she did hold, you know, sometimes here and there, but I guess, I guess you got to give her props for going the distance with Katie. Cause uh, you know, she, she's the big prospect and a lot of people, expect a lot of big things from her. So I guess that's a feather in the hat of Serrano to say, I went the distance. And if she doesn't fight much more in her career or whatever, she's never been stopped. So that's something as well. But overall, just for the fight, it was super boring. So that's pretty much my thoughts on the DAZN card. Let me know what you guys think about the DAZN and Boo Boo and Tevin and 
Katie Taylor's win. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.